Welcome to another episode of Mr. Therapist and the Counselor Podcast. We are the best mental health and recovery podcast out there. Whether you're dealing with an addiction, a mental health issue, or you're just trying to figure some things out in life, we empower your growth through raw conversations and demystifying the process of therapy. I'm Manny Romero, Jesse O. This week we talk about what it means to be California sober, and we talk about if marijuana still is considered a gateway drug. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. Share this show if you find some value. Share with your friends. Share with your mom. Share with your dad. Let's go. Here we go. California love. Ooh. I can't believe it's snowing, dude. It's crazy. You think that's going to sound okay? And I just sang in the mic. Uh, I hope it sounds okay. <laughs> Did you reference, it's crazy that it's snowing. It's snowing. Yeah, man. What's the weather like outside? Oh, man, it's delightful. <laughs> oh, the weather's like weather. <laughs> Dang it, I screwed that up. I know. You served me up on a plate, and I screwed up that whole reference. So. <laughs> you know, it is, uh, it's coming up, the big holiday. Ooh. I hope that you uh, got yourself a tree. Do you get a tree? We do the tree thing, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. You we got, do a tree. Hopefully there's some presents underneath there. We have a Philip Rivers ornament. Oh yeah, yeah. To the viewers that nobody gives a shit about Philip Rivers, who's wow. Philip Rivers? Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers is the man, the myth, the legend. Chargers quarterback. The myth that he's a legend, right? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. You're kind of stumped right now, huh? Rex Grossman. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, he is a Chargers quarterback from 2003 to 2021, I think. Yeah. And um, and he's really good. Yeah. He's great. Do you um, celebrate Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> we don't know what to talk about in this no, episode. No, yes, of course that's I celebrate true. Christmas. Don't take that back. We do. I have a whole fucking itinerary right now. I just like this episode's right before Christmas is coming. We're like out. forty episodes in, dog. Like, <laughs> get it together. So, <laughs> what do you get? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on with you? I think Jesse's broken. <laughs> what what <do> <laughs> is it? What is present? <laughs> so Christmas is right there. <laughs> in front of you. It's like staring at you in the face, right? No, what do you guys do? Like, do you have any Christmas Day traditions? <laughs> That's a good question. Thank you. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, um, Actually, the cool thing about this year is we're going to break traditions. So we talked about we creating new traditions, yeah, we right? Talk, yes, and how important that is to uh, do. We're allowed to do that. Yeah, and so usually the tradition is we'll go to my in-laws uh, for Christmas Eve, and they stay up till midnight, open gifts at midnight, and we'll hang out there. And then in the morning, we'll go to my parents' house. And we'll hang out with them for Christmas Day. That's when they open gifts. So that's our tradition. Cool. You know. But right, I think what we're going to do this time is we're going to switch it up on everybody and do it at our house. Yeah. Because we got two girls and we have the excuse of needing to build a tradition around them. To the viewers that don't visually watch us, it wasn't actually snowing outside. It was just kind of like <laughs> trying to get in the season. Yeah. Like, wouldn't it be great? If it would snow, yeah. Um, so no, California snowing is never a good thing. Have you, you ever the whole Mariah Carey thing going right now too? Right, it's like the Mariah Carey that started like months ago, dude. Christmas. Months ago. What is it? What's the song called? <laughs> <What's> 
<laughs> hey, um, have you ever like had to deal with snow? Did you ever live in an area where there was just snow? Never, uh, but I did have to deal with snow before. Yeah, like I got stuck in the snow. Did you? Yeah, <laughs> like Big Bear. Or what are we talking yeah, about? Yeah, Big okay. Bear. Yeah, yeah, we were driving down and we slid. Uh, what, what do you call it when you slide down and you, you slid? You slide and you get stuck and you yeah. can't unstick un- yourself. So that's yeah, what we did. So. Um, I uh, asked that question because I know living in California, I know uh, people really are fond of like the snow. But you know when it rains here, like it's like Armageddon on the streets. Yeah. So it's just like I if anybody's ever like has this great like idea of what snow is, it's really nice. It's really pretty. And it's like if you don't have to go outside and you just enjoy like a good snow day, it's great. But like the aftermath of snow of like trying to get out of the house. When I was getting uh, sobered up in Indiana, I had to live through the polar vortex. Do you remember that? Ever hear of that? No. It was like it was it was ridiculously clo- cold. It was like minus forty something degrees, yeah. and it was is like there was warnings of not being outside for too long. But I remember having to shovel snow every single day, and my my honeymoon phase of snow quickly went over. Yeah, that was over. So the s- snow could be quite a it's pain great in for the pictures. ass. It really is. So yeah. and it would be great if I mentioned it on the podcast. It was actually like snowing behind us. Beautiful visual if you watch it. We can barely do like water, like you said. Imagine icy roads. Oh, I know. It'd be a, suck, yeah, I know. Man. People just lose their shit. So yeah, no, I'm glad I don't have to do that. Yeah. One time I went to Big Bear, and uh, they were like, "Do you want us to plow the plow the snow?" I think they said, I yeah. "Or do you want to do it yourself yeah, and yeah. save yourself, you know, at twenty bucks or something?" I was like, "Oh, I got it. I'll do it myself." Yeah, <sighs> that was crazy, dude. I was I was plowing for like an hour, and I only got like. <laughs> Like a little bit, like yeah. it was like, damn, this is a straight real plowing, job. dude. Yeah, <laughs> so is that what you say, plowing? No? Yeah, I think that's what the yeah. kids say. But so, anyway. like capping, plowing. So capping, bugging, you bugging. That's old. Nah, it's back. You didn't. Uh, thanks for asking me about my traditions with my uh, Christmas. Um, when I celebrate, <laughs> Manny's very invested in my life outside of this uh, podcast. But one thing that my mom always does is she'll make these specific like Christmas Day cookies. And um, phew, they're pretty bomb. So, yeah, yeah. It's like that's always like a nice little tradition. Oh, yeah. Can I so. have some? No. Uh, so time session. You want to start the clock? Yeah, let's do it. Happy holidays, everybody. Whatever you celebrate. Happy holidays. Yeah. So. Well, that was really politically correct, Doug. Thanks, man. We go. I know. I know what I'm doing yeah. here. Yeah. So uh, we're gonna start the clock. The clock is upside down right now. Can you read it? <laughs> no. <laughs> Flip that thing. Oh, why don't we have an assistant? I don't know. Okay. Why don't we have a lot of things? There you go. Uh, so this week, with your Christmas tree up in your house, some people, when they see the green tree, they think about smoking that tree, right? With that broccoli. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna. T- we, you wanted to talk to me about weed. I did. Man. Marijuana. Yeah. I. I just. I want to. Hibbity like, dibbity. I just. You know. <laughs> Puff the magic dragon. <laughs> are you, are you, you said high hey, right now? No, I'm not. Um, <laughs> I just want to call it out. I want to like. Whoa. I just. I'm done with it, dude. You're like, done with yeah, people. I'm just done with it, dude. People are defending weed too much, and like, why? Why does weed get a pass? Why? They take your line. Yes, <laughs> we have scripts. <laughs> no, uh, no. Why does weed get a pass though? Like, like. Weed is a narcotic. It's 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 dangerous. It's addictive. It like it can ruin lives. It like messes with your brain. It messes with your system. It changes your behavior. 
It has implications, so many implications, and yeah. always gets defended. Like, people are like, no, yeah, I get alcohol, I get opiates, I get meth, but, like, weed, man, weed is natural, bro. I'm like, no, yeah. it's not, so I'm just done. You know? This ain't your mom and dad's marijuana. This ain't your, you know, ain't your grandma's marijuana. The game has changed quite a bit, right? It so, really has. But you were bothered by this because one of your peers kind of not got attacked but like people yeah. were really like giving this person a hard time about suggesting that cannabis marijuana it's not it's not good for you here's the thing th- this is my experience often when i bring up like um smoking weed right because i think that's the last <laughs> that's not the forbidden gate but that's like their last opportunity like well weed's still okay right like yeah. i i have to stop doing all drugs and alcohol but i can still smoke weed right because it's not that bad right. um so I think a lot of times um, marijuana, that's probably why marijuana does get a pass, right? Is it's not it's not as like addictive, highly addictive. That's crap. Is it crap? Yeah. What do you what does that even mean? It's not highly addictive. Does it? OK, like the withdrawal symptoms aren't as bad as like opiates or meth or, you know, like yeah. those or even alcohol. Alcohol, by the way. People also don't take it as a drug, but alcohol is actually the most lethal drug that you can that you can take. It's the only one that can kill you coming off of it, and so yeah. Well, but that and benzos actually as well. If you're taking like Xanax and things like that, like the Cane. Yeah, you oh, could have okay. such a terrible. If you're not, if you don't medically detox from alcohol or benzos, like yeah, you could have a seizure, seizure and die. Yeah. yeah, it's very dangerous to do. Like getting up opiates for sure is is it's a miserable existence, but you shouldn't if you're coming off like your prescription opiates or heroin like you're not going to probably you're just going to be it takes away the power of alcohol i was like the alcohol is the only (laughs) one but now i can't say that but yeah like is it that you think it's you think that's why people say it's not addictive because it doesn't hurt when you come off of it i think that so i think people also hold marijuana and cannabis in a certain light right like the argument i've had often um will be like well Marijuana does so much to people. So if you think about like a cancer patient, like right? benefits, yeah, the benefits, right? Mm-hmm. So somebody, so if you think about like somebody who's like probably worst case scenarios is like struggling with chemo and they're given like prescription like marijuana to smoke, yeah. right? So people see it as like this is like a safe alternative. But to argue that point is that you're also like there's times where probably prescription pills like opiates and maybe even certain benzos like Xanax might be okay for the most severe cases amphetamine is used for treatment yeah so you're saying like oh let's let's go do some meth first of all i'm not saying any of this this is like (laughs) i'm sorry i'm getting a little i I feel like i might have to be like pro marijuana all of a sudden i'm like hello my name is dr green thumb no (laughs) it's 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 often a debate i have with clients because uh there's you get pushed back too yeah, still to this yeah. day. So um, I mentioned to you California Sober, and you didn't know what that was before we talked about uh, before, before we went to the podcast. Yeah. But California Sober is, t- is a term typically used to describe people who decide to quit consuming drugs and alcohol with a few exceptions. That few exception tends to be most times is marijuana. Yeah. It's kind of like it's the least addictive one. So um, so people aren't fully committing to sobriety. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I still get pushback on it a lot because I think there's still a very like – Maybe just maybe just because it recently has been legal in in different states, but now it's they. I think people just compare alcohol and marijuana. I have this argument in my head of like somebody saying like uh, so somebody that's under the influence of alcohol when they drive, right? And then it, the influence of somebody who's under the, the influence of marijuana when they drive. I guess like there's 
this thing of like, well, I even know the joke is like people are like, well, when you're driving under marijuana, you're probably doing like 15 miles an hour. Yeah. Like you can't hurt anybody, but alcohol, like you're out of control and you're incapacitated, you're blacking out. Um, but, you know, being under a certain having a certain state of mind uh being impaired it doesn't matter the substance it could yeah. still like cause a dangerous situation so yeah i think i mean i just feel like who's in charge of like like deciding what the powerful drugs are what the acceptable ones are what aren't i feel like at some point in in my lifetime like all of a sudden we started to become very acceptable whether that's i don't know if it's the pharmaceutical company is it like I don't know, is it Joe Biden? Is it the cartel boss? Like, who is it? Like, who is deciding, right? Like, it's like that we, like, weed is, all of a sudden, at some point, we started seeing all these benefits for CBD, THC. It helps you with improved, I don't know, what what, what are some of the benefits, people say, like anxiety, right? It helps you treat anxiety. Right. It can help you with focus. It can help you, and it started to almost, like, be a little bit, um, I don't know, romanticized, but put it on a pedestal a little bit of, like, you know, like, Gosh, I had family members all of a sudden using CBD cream, and I'm like, okay, like it's this idea of like marijuana all of a sudden started to be almost marketed to the public, and I'm like, and part of it is great. It's like awesome. We're 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 advancing the field and like helping ourselves understand the benefits of some of these things, but I just think a lot of people justify it to 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 use it in an unhealthy way, you know, and I think there are. Uh, like the one percent cases of people that maybe really need it, like maybe a chemo client, a chemo patient, maybe marijuana is the only thing that helps relieve those horrible symptoms that somebody goes through. But I mean, if you're a kid living in your mom's basement smoking weed every day, and like, and you're using that as an example to like justify your use, like I don't think it makes sense. I guess maybe there's that still that argument and stigma of like. And it comes to maybe like harm reduction, right? Is that like if you somebody would ask you your daughters, if you wanted your daughter smoking weed every day or shooting up heroin, I think what would be your answer right now? Well, yeah, I'd rather them. Smoke okay, right. Weed. Okay, so yes. Okay, so <laughs> right. So I think most people are gonna. If you do the comparison thing, I think that's where. Uh, At least it's not this. Yes. Yeah. So and I so and that's a lot of that's harm reduction a little bit as well, right? The idea of like. I'd rather have my kid be doing this than that. Um, so, and I think that's what people hold out hope for a lot of times is like people don't really want to be truly sober. California sober is like, okay, I'm giving up so much already. It's like, can I still do this? And marijuana yeah. is that do this. Like people are yeah. hoping they could still use, they still want to get, like they, they want to have an altered state of mind. So like marijuana really is like that, that last resort. Right. So. <coughs> I will say this. I'm not like I don't want to come off as like this uncool like narc thirty four year old guy, right? Yeah, this narc geek who's like, oh, like, you know, focus on healthy habits here. But like <laughs> but I think it's important to like to understand that there is levels of use, right? And that you have to really assess like where you're at. Like people can People will always, kids will always go through this phase of experimenting with drug use. Like, I think, like, it's just a part of life to experiment with trying alcohol, trying drugs, seeing how it feels. You get, yeah. you know, you get influenced by friends. You, that's the first level of, of use. The second level is recreational use, where you start to use it at a party just to have fun, right? And then it goes from there to a more, uh, more dependent use. I'm forgetting the exact words for this, but, like, 
I think it becomes it goes from experimentation to recreation to uh, to a little bit more and more dependent until you're fully addicted yeah. to it, right? And I think we have like I think it's it's hard, but like we got to be honest with ourselves as to like, oh, how am I using this drug? Am I using it every day? Is it something that I'm starting to need and rely on? Like those are so important questions that. How does it make me feel yeah. like that I'm using in, that that I'm using this? Do I get embarrassed to talk about it or to mention to someone that like this is something that I that I lean on and use, right? And I think some of those questions, unfortunately, they, they make you look, but they they're making you aware of like where you are in that process. You brought up um, we could talk about this or not, but like you had mentioned, having a conversation with someone like an adolescent and just and how they were very protective of like marijuana and yeah. like it's not problematic like do you you don't you know you get yeah, so frustrated <laughs> yeah yeah can i share that a yeah, little please. bit yeah, yeah so yeah so i was actually um i get actually like through family friends and people that i know um sometimes what will happen is somebody will be like hey like i know you worked in the substance use industry can you come and talk to like my kid or my um my cousin or someone who's maybe like they're worried about right and so they wanted me to come and talk to this individual and um, about marijuana use because, you know, they use marijuana and the parents were having a really hard time with it. And so I'm like, OK, so I print out a few things for them and I'm like, hey, like, so, you know, your parents are worried about you. Um, I'm not here to tell you what to do or what not to do, but just here to, like, tell you, like, what the truth is, you know, and the truth is that, uh, you know, marijuana is an addictive substance. It's a controlled substance. What a controlled substance is and the reason why it's addictive is because when you consume it, unlike any other food or Tylenol or whatever, it crosses the blood brain barrier. So like it gets it goes through this process of making you feel a certain type of way. It makes you feel high. That's when people feel high. Right. It's and so it's giving you this actual effect in your brain. And it all drugs, by the way, touch this same area of your brain. So if this drug is touching that area of your brain, that's why I, I don't. Like saying, oh, it's more addictive, less yeah. addictive. It's addictive. And there are negative effects to that. What are some of those negative effects? There's research shows that, you know, it messes with your executive functioning part of your brain. Your focus, your ability to organize, your memory, your ability to, uh, to remember long term. Actually, some new research studies are starting to say that it ages your memory. Like it makes you like more forgetful. Um, and so there's a lot of research that needs to be done around that. But what I said too is like these at the time, this was probably like like five years ago. So like vapes were starting to like come out, right? Like weed vapes. And I'm like, hey, like this is experimental. Like, you know, that we're guinea pigs for weed vapes. And th this person like rolled their eyes at me and they're like, no, like this is natural. This is from the earth. Like, this is like, it's not addictive. I know I've been using for this much, this amount of time. I'm like, you don't know. First of all, it is addictive. Like, I'm telling you, like, just by the process of how you consume it and how it goes in your body, it's addictive. But secondly, like, it, um, we don't know how weed vapes are going to influence us in 20, 30 years. Yeah, it almost reminds me of the time where we started smoking cigarettes. Yeah. People were smoking cigarettes all the time and they didn't know, like, the effects that cigarettes had until later on. Like, we were the guinea pigs of that of that mo movement, right? And so I think right now we're the guinea pigs of the, the weed vapes. Yeah. So, and so anyway, I had that experience with yeah. that person and, right, got a lot of pushback. And so it was real, real frustrating, but. <laughs> I have had this experience even recently. I was working with a client and, uh, you know, his, he was very focused, hyper-focused on alcohol. It's bad. 
But the only thing he could think to, to deal with his anxiety yeah. was to smoke marijuana. Like yeah. his plan was to continue to smoke weed. And I, I, you know, I had multiple conversations with this individual on like, could you imagine if you give your body like some a real rest, like to really think clearly and see yeah. how you really feel? And people, th- I think there's just a real fear to like really dive into maybe your depression or your anxiety yeah. and how can I cope without a substance? Be- and so, uh, unfortunately, like once again, I think there is that view perception that like marijuana of all the drugs is the least harmful, the least addictive. Yeah. I remember also like I remember the first time I. One of the first times I had a client come into treatment, and this was like maybe almost 10 years ago, came into treatment specifically for marijuana. And I was looking around the room, and this person was the only person that like was there for yeah. cannabis, addictive, whatever, yeah. you know, whatever the... Uh, so minimized, right? Like, well, yeah. People probably look around like, what are you doing <laughs> well, then, here? Yeah, because then I'm, I'm looking at these alcoholics, and I'm looking at people in there for heroin and opiates, and I'm just kind of like... And it was a younger individual too, and a part of me was like, your parents drop you off like it was summer camp or something <laughs> like they just were like we don't want to do anything with you right now or, and looking back i'm like parents are probably just scared <laughs> no the parents are probably just scared and they're like okay we don't you know kind of like yeah. you know that person that reached out to you so and i remember going like my initial response was like dude your problem is not that hardcore yeah. like you know like look around the room these people are like they're gonna die from this but that same individual i remember having that view on that person I remember that person actually got high at the program a couple weeks later. He ended up using heroin. Now, I'm not saying everybody that smokes weed is going to you know, shoot up dope, but like... It's a gateway um, drug, dog. Once again, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we're going to talk about that too, but you know, it's a, it's a disease of the mind. So yeah. the idea... Yes. Oh, yeah. my gosh. I'm so happy you said that. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's what I've been saying, but without using those words, like, yeah, that's exactly what is it is. Is there anything that... I mean, you'd mentioned studies with mar- marijuana, like how for so long there was like that real like... Off the optimistic studies, but is you know, there's a lot more negative studies coming out. I recently even read like how marijuana it could be the cause for more, for more he- for heart attacks and for mm. strokes. So once again, this the game has changed when it comes to cannabis and yeah. marijuana use. It's not what it what it used to be. That's what that's and that's what we have to look at. That like the the weed that you were that you said you said the weed that your parents are smoking and your grandparents are smoking is not the same weed you're smoking today like you're talking about stuff that's genetically modified that's purposely like powerfully grown that a lot of times is processed like processed weed you know it's like how healthy could that actually be like even if you look at this at weed as a natural resource like once it starts being messed with how natural actually is it um and you know and how much like Consuming anything over, like in large amounts isn't isn't a healthy thing, you know. So yeah, I think people, you know, I guess at the end of the day, they're still just looking for that head change. Yeah. And um, you know, I got I would I guess I would just say anybody that is just like, I still want to use marijuana. Um, just really take a look at that. Like, why do you need a head change? Yeah. Just like I would tell anybody that's like maybe trying to like sober up, and maybe initially that California sober is like you're starting to slowly put things down, but take a look at all of it because I think it's really important uh, to yeah see what's going on around you and yeah. see if you can work through it without like using a substance and has is, and now you know you're getting up every morning now you're waking and baking like kind of deal with doing a wake and bake and like it's like right. is this is, is this like a necess- necessity in your life like to use this substance because if it is there's a problem yeah. there you know you 
is yeah. there's a couple questions that you can ask yourself, and I think like the DSM kind of does a good job of like what is the DSM for the, anybody that doesn't know what the, the diagnostic the diagnostic statistical manual for uh, mental health disorders. So what do therapists therapists will use this to diagnose diagnose right to break down like yeah. different disorders and yeah, yeah. So there's criteria to know like you know if you're if you have a, a substance use disorder or not, and I think it's just some questions to ask yourself is like. Do I feel guilty that I do this? Do I feel bad when I do this? Do, have I told myself I would stop and just and don't? You know, like is my use uh, increasing more and more, right? Than I would like it to. It is starting to affect my job performance. Or what are people around me? What do they think about my my use? Because um, a lot of times, like even if if we do feel guilty or bad about the way we're feeling after we use, like we won't admit it to ourselves, you know. Yeah. Um, so even just having those other people in, in your life who love you, um, it's, it's, it, it's important to consider that. We, we touched on it a little bit earlier, but I want to mention the idea of what a gateway drug is. Yeah. Cause I think for me growing up initially, uh, marijuana was seen as a gateway drug. You do the dare program. I didn't do the dare program. I'm sure it probably came into my school, but at the <laughs> time I was, didn't really have no interest in, it. I was probably like, let's talk about Spider-Man or Transformers. <laughs> so, um, I had no idea, like no insight at all. Obviously as a kid of like what how severe drugs and alcohol were, yeah. cause it wasn't really present at that just time. Just say no, bro. Just, just say, say no. no, which actually I, I don't agree with. You don't agree no, to say I no. don't. Yeah. Well, you got to say a lot more. Or what you got to set some boundaries. <laughs> no, I, I, the, the, you know, that that's like the dare program saying is like well, just yeah, say no. Yeah, I, I know, and I think like I think it's healthy to experiment, and I think like people are going to experiment, and it's almost like this. There's this uh, like the Romeo and Juliet effect of like the more you tell your kid you're not going to do this, just say no, don't do it. The more it exposes them to hide it from you. Okay. Um, and I don't think it really changes the fact that they will probably experiment at one point in their life. Yeah. So I think that just say no is like is it's maybe more more like sets you up to be lied to as a parent than anything else. <laughs> I don't know if I completely agree with that because I feel like yeah. I, I think that. I do, uh, yeah. Some people do want to experiment, but some people aren't really interested in experimenting, and so maybe reinforcing the idea of the no concept, like with this thing right here, of just yeah. saying no. If you like, don't want to, just say no. Yeah, I like yeah, that. There better. you go. Yeah, if you don't want to, just say no. Don't experiment because you want to be a part of that party. Yeah. Like you, you, you know, you want that social lubrication, like to get it to be involved in something, like. <laughs> you said lubrication. <laughs> Social lubricant? Is that what is it? What did they say? No, it was good. Okay, it was just thanks, you know my slide right into uh, the party. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Happy holidays, everybody. Good, um, you're, a lyric, you're a lyrical master, dude. <laughs> um I did want it's just a gateway drug concept though, is that like I will say at one point in time, yeah, marijuana was like the gateway drug, but I'd read studies in the last like six or seven years where your gateway drug now a lot of times is opening up your mom and dad's medicine cabinet. You're yeah. seeing it more and more it's with prescription pills. If it's um, if it's opiates, if it's benzos, um, even inhalants. I've read, heard from kids like inhalants could be, um, you know, whippets or um, you know, kids are finding new ways to like feel high. Paint cans. Yeah, I mean, yeah. seriously, like you know, it's just you inhale some fumes and you get a head change yeah. and you're Sharpies, just like, yeah. what is that? So. Um, but yeah, you know, even like something like a, a medication like Adderall for ADHD, like you feel that effect, and you know, there's just something you, it's your your anxiety is no longer 
there and you're yeah. just like wow like th- i'm drawn to that so and there's a high feeling i've never actually i never really touched i i didn't i've never touched like any adderall any type of medication but these are now become your gateway drugs right as much as and once again probably the the number one gate what drug could be alcohol because mm. as you mentioned earlier like you know having a drink and going like oh wow like i don't i'm not thinking about this anymore i'm just that's having probably a good the time. easiest thing to access at right your parents yeah house yeah too. and then and it's still the one that's most celebrated yeah. i mean here's the thing you're probably at a party yeah, most people are going to pop open a drink before they're going to like, you know, I smell weed all of a sudden, right? <laughs> but yeah. still, there's still that stigma of like, is somebody smoking weed in here? Yeah. You know, so, but like, if you, you know, we went to a concert not too long ago, like, there's drinking around us. And yeah. then like, sure, people were probably lighting up, but it's still it like. loud. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, it's it's a, it's um, marijuana. So. Yeah. So I, I'm, yeah, I'm just standing up for uh, the truth here, you know, and like pushing back on the narrative that it's. And like I said, I don't want to be like the prune, right? And be like, look, look, it's okay. Yeah. Like you can smoke. You can just be honest with yourself as to like, you know, what, why you're doing it. I'm trying to say marijuana, the hell of a drug, right? <laughs> but I was like, no, that's Chappelle, cocaine, <laughs> cocaine, and Rick James. Um, I was just gonna say, I don't, I never could understand how people could be productive uh, when they smoke weed. I, Seth Rogen, who was like in Pineapple Express, and a bunch of like, you know hilarious great movies um serious movies well anyways but like i've read that he like smokes weed like all day long i'm yeah. just like i don't know how he does that i would love to have a conversation with him about like what does it feel like from the not be on weed he probably actually there's probably some detoxification whenever he's not smoking yeah. like so there's probably not a norm for him anymore he's probably always on this like green cloud so um can i ask you a question yeah um what how are you gonna have you ever thought about how you're gonna bring this up to like your kid? I think this that I'll. Topic? Um, I, I haven't yet, but I think that I'll just try to be as honest as possible about yeah. things. And I don't. You I think don't, you'll start the conversation, or you'll wait for a sign to like? That's I I, I can't I can't give you a good straight answer on that because yeah. I just don't know. I think I'm I'm gonna be we're really early. On that. We're really early in the game with that, so I, I mean I'm still just trying to like every day try to do the best thing as a parent like sure drugs and alcohol are going to be those conversations i'll have at some point in time but i'll be real honest about my experiences with it and how i feel like i feel like people most times are better with alcohol without using drugs or alcohol so i like that you that you have the experience to like draw from and talk about it yeah is there any anxiety about like like you sharing that with no, I don't think so. I think that, um, like I said, I want her to be honest with me, my daughter, as I'd be not honest with her. So yeah. I, I don't want there to be, I don't want it to be like a lot of secrets. I yeah. want to be like the free, oh, I want her to feel safe and be able to talk about with me about anything. Yeah. Anybody's, you know, anything at all. So I want to, I want it to more. be that way too with yeah. me and my daughter. I think. That'll be really hard for me to not react if yeah. like, I find something out or like you know get mad or angry or whatnot. But I think it'll be super important to like try to remember like okay like as we wrap this up here, I was gonna say it's like we're probably gonna get some pushback on this. So yeah. weed is a terrible drug. Don't do it. Don't give it to your kids. We're waiting for take it. it out of your brownies. Yeah, stop. But I think it's real important just to go outside, <laughs> go run. <laughs> I think it's really important though. If you if you really want to take a look at your life and and make some changes like and that includes like eliminating like mind altering substances like I don't know I would I'm, you know people do this like is it the sober October thing 
Uh, they, they, they do things like certain months, like I do squat tober. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't go well this year, did it? <laughs> but like, no, but I, you know, people do like this. They'll pick a certain month and they'll be sober, sober for the first thirty That's days. Cool. But I would, when I say sober, try everything. Like yeah. you know, even I don't know if you want to try nicotine or caffeine, but like those those things that are so that we're just so okay with and alcohol and, and marijuana. Yep. more marijuana get a pass but um but yeah try to try sobriety yeah if you're willing to so cool man good discussion bro good discussion yeah. man i just like, having my back dude i got you bro yeah. will you have my back once these guys start coming on and yeah yeah pushing back on us and please don't actually smoke your christmas trees because <laughs> <Don't> do that <laughs> happy holidays once again <laughs>